two words. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, oh, if you keep up with the news in uh, America, you'll you'll know what that's all about. Okay, school action has been taken in uh, Uvalde, scene, of course, of that unbelievably horrendous school shooting a while back. Uh, Malaysia has its own Kanye. Yay. Uh, an actress here who just doesn't give a crap about what people think. Good for her. Yes, we need more people like that around here. And uh, just a whole collection of weird crap tonight. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. I am your host, Joey Bag of Donuts. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's Saturday night, so what the hell? Uh, we are live on twitch.tv. And hello on twitch.tv to our newest subscriber, uh, John. Thank you so much for popping in and hitting that subscribe button. Uh, we're also live on YouTube, of course, Facebook Live, and rumble.com, which is our main channel, rumble.com. If anything ever happens to us anywhere, you can't find us, or we're not live, you check rumble.com. There's a link in our show notes to our Rumble site. I will be there always, always, no matter what, hell or high water, I will be on, you'll find us on Rumble. So no matter what happens, check us out over there on uh, on rumble.com. And the other thing that we always do to start off the show is, of course, an update on our little girl. Miko update. Me, 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 Miko update. She's great. Uh, actually, she's not entirely great she's missing someone really bad and she's kind of hanging around being a little down she did finish her dinner and i've got irrefutable proof that she does not have to be hand fed remember we talked about she got this thing about she won't eat out of the bowl she wants to be hand fed check this out miko eating out of the bowl without being hand-fed, whoa, is right. Uh, yeah, she actually ate most of her uh, dinner tonight by herself without me hand-feeding her. So, yes, thank you, Miko. Great job. We're very proud of you, little girl. And uh, she's doing very well. Uh, she's uh, She had a couple of great walks today. And, uh, yeah, we are... Uh, we're doing wonderful. Miko's update, of course, is brought to you by the good folks at BarkBox.com. BarkBox.com, the link's in our show notes. In fact, I think it's the top link, is a great site if you are in the U.S., U.S. territories, or Canada, which is the areas they ship to. Sadly, no international shipping yet. Maybe on the way soon, but not yet. Unless you've got one of those shipping forwarding services, then you're, you're good to go. But BarkBox.com ships you every month when you sign up, either one time, six months, or 12 months. They will ship you a customized box, themed, every month is a different theme, full of dog toys, several dog toys, a couple of bags of all-natural good treats. The ingredients are all fantastic. There's no chemical additives and all that crap. And a dog chew also. You can specify whether you want small, medium, or large. Depends on the size of your dog, of course. And if your dog has any allergies, you just tick the box. This box, you know, my dog is allergic to chicken, fish, beef, whatever it might be. And, and they will make sure that you don't get that. 
If you're ever unhappy with something you get in your bark box, or if your dog is, send it back and they will give you a replacement. No questions asked. Customer service with these guys is beyond belief. And if you use our special link, which is BarkBox.com slash Miko, M-I-K-O, Miko's name, of course, you'll get one month free with a multi-month subscription. So you sign up for six months, you get seven. At 12 months, you get 13. If you sign up for a one-time only, of course, you're not going to get the deal. But, you know, what do you expect? Anyway, use our special link. Check out the site. Even if you're not in the U.S., U.S. territories, or Canada, it'll be worth your time to go over there. And get ready because they're going to start shipping international someday soon. And uh, you'll want to be ready to get your orders in there. BarkBox.com slash Miko. Give your dog exactly what they want. Subscribe for monthly dog joy. Your first box ships immediately and your month long dog doggy party begins. 100% happiness guarantee. See that unsatisfied? We guarantee your dog will love it or we will give you a full refund. Check out some of these cool themed toys. Look at this. Oh, these are the toys. They're so cool. Plus you get some, some treats and some chews. Uh, abs- Look at that. There's a little dumbbell there. <laughs> These are so cool. And uh, if your dog isn't 100% happy with their bark box, we'll work with you to make it right. No muss, no fuss, no disappointed pups. Over 2 million dogs served. How about that? All right. Barkbox.com slash Miko is the place to go. And uh, check it out. Sign up. And uh, you will get that extra month free. If you sign up for like a six-month package, you'll get seven months. You get extra using our link, barkbox.com slash Miko, M-I-K-O. All right. Oh, man, we got some. Actually, most of the stuff we've got tonight isn't all that heavy. But our first story is very heavy. Um, you all will no doubt recall the uh, the uh, school shooting that happened in Uvalde in Texas. And uh, that, of course, is the water tower there in the city of Uvalde, Texas. And um, the Uvalde school board has just yesterday suspended the entire school police department. And the acting police chief has been placed on administrative leave, according to an announcement by the spokesperson for the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District. Recent developments, uh, Marie and Marie Espinoza said, uh, have uncovered additional concerns with department operations, she wrote in an email from uh, yesterday. As a result of the recent developments, Lieutenant Miguel Hernandez and Ken Muller have been placed on administrative leave, and the district has made the decision to suspend all activities of the Uvalde CISD Police Department for a period of time. Officers currently employed will fill other roles in the district. Espinoza and Muller, the Director of Student Services, has elected to retire. Four other police officers and a security guard within the UCISD, that's the school police department, have been affected by the suspension. The U.S. CID police chief at the time of the massacre was fired by the board two months after the shooting. Hernandez was appointed to act as chief of police 
in the interim. Now, you've all seen the horrific video footage, the security cameras inside the sky. I'm not going to make comments about who should have done what, where. It's Monday morning quarterbacking. If you haven't been in that situation, uh, I was in law enforcement, but thank God I was never in that sort of a situation. Um, It's just not fair to Monday morning quarterback what went on to look at 30 seconds of a school security camera video footage and make a judgment about these guys and gals, just not fair to them. Look, I'm not saying they did everything right. I'm not saying they did everything wrong. I'm just saying I'm not going to judge based on the available information, and I don't think you should either. Decisions about the school police department have been pending two investigations, one conducted by the Texas Police Chiefs Association, and another by a private investigating firm, JPPI Investigations. That decision to disband the school police force came more than four months after the massacre, which happened on May 24th. Nineteen children, two teachers at Robb Elementary, uh, were killed. Law enforcement has been castigated for waiting 77 minutes before neutralizing the shooter. Like I said, I'm not going to do that. I wasn't there. A report from the Texas State Legislature blamed systematic failures and poor leadership for the response that may have contributed to the death toll. The school district fired Elizondo Thursday after CNN revealed a connection. Uh, They'd hired a school police officer, uh, a Texas state trooper who'd been one of the first on the scene at the shooting. Uh, The then trooper, Crimson Elizondo, was shown on body camera footage waiting outside the school building despite arriving within two minutes. He uh, has been fired. Um, If my son had been in there, I would not have been on the outside. I promise you that, Elizondo had told fellow officers after the shooting, according to news outlet, uh, CNN, I guess, uh, which had obtained body camera audio. He confirmed Elizondo had been fired. On that day, Mr. Ms. Elizondo's statement in the audio is not consistent with the district's expectation. We sincerely apologize to the victim's family and the greater Uvalde community for the pain that this revelation has caused. Wow. So there is, uh, they expect to have reports from these two ongoing investigations, which will guide the rebuilding of the department and the hiring of a new police chief in uh in uvalde so scary stuff but uh yeah just an update there that they have actually suspended the entire now that's not the uvalde police department no this is specifically the school police department there was a separate division assigned only to the schools all of those officers suspended My next question would be, so who is protecting the kids now if you've suspended all the school police officers? I hope the hell there's something to take the place of that. But anyway, it is not the entire Uvalde Police Department. It is the Uvalde School Police Department. So important to make that distinction. All right. Uh, Wow. (laughs) No doubt by now, if you follow social media at all, you have seen uh, Tucker Carlson's interview with uh, Ye, Kanye, Kanye West. Um, It was remarkable. It was amazing. People are going 
nuts about it. The left-wing liberal lunatics have been absolutely beside themselves because he was honest about how he felt and said what he feels in his heart. Whether you agree with him or not, he was honest. So you got to applaud that, if nothing else. I know you lefties won't, but you should. Well, here in Malaysia, this is kind of a related story because we had a story pop up from the Malay Mail. Look, every time anybody wears a little revealing outfit or, you know, whatever, and posts pictures online, there are these basement-dwelling trolls who take great pleasure. We talked about them on previous shows. And all they do is they sit there and they troll for these kind of posts and then they post crap about it and they just try and stir the pot. They're just hit stirrers with an S in front of it. That's all they do. They're worth nothing. They're useless people. They should just crawl back in the cave they crawled out of. But sometimes... Rarely, but sometimes, some of these people who are the butt of these trolls say, double-barreled middle finger to you, I don't give a crap, and good on you. Criticized for her sexy images, actress Aika Farhana, you know what, Malay male, you and your freaking ads. Okay, actress Aika Farhana says, She doesn't lose sleep over it. (laughs) Good for you. She says she doesn't lose sleep over her haters. There is this gorgeous woman. And uh, and in a very classy outfit. Actually, that's a beautiful dress. Anyway, um, actress Aika Farhana doesn't let negative comments on social media affect her. And good for you. Uh, Ica. The following critic- uh, followed criticism by social media users that the 27-year-old likes to don revealing clothes. <gasps> Heaven forbid. According to Ica, opinions over her sexy dressing are subjective. She added she's kept a sexy image for a long time. And, and I'm adding this, she ain't gonna stop just for you morons. People have long known that I'm sexy. I do like to wear shorts. Uh, Cosmos quoted, Cosmo quoted her as saying, adding that she prefers to keep quiet rather than respond to the comments. Good on you. That is exactly right, Ika, because that's all these idiots are looking for. That's all these morons want. They are poking the bear to see if you'll bite back. The more you ignore them for a while, the more they're going to poke and it'll get worse. But eventually they'll give up and they'll move on to somebody else. Brilliant move. Absolutely, Ika. I am 1,000% behind you. Ica said her fans might be shocked of her dressing as they're used to seeing her decently attired in her movies. In Autumn in Wales, the actress came under fire recently when she said she was shy when attending events. Social media users sarcastically responded that she was okay when revealing her body on social media. Uh, her real name, uh, uh, whatever, uh, refused to confirm whether or not she was in a relationship with footballer Aikar Rashid. Apparently, that's some rumor going around. Uh, I don't want to comment about personal matters. Good on you again. It's uh, better to zip my mouth and keep quiet than keep getting criticized. Yes, indeed. Let me go back to her picture because that is a beautiful picture of a beautiful woman. And more power to you, Ika. Uh, congratulations, and you are doing it exactly right. Screw these trolls. 
ignore them, piss on them. They will go away because that's all they want is to get their name in the papers, to get attention, and to get a reaction out of you. And the more you ignore them, it'll get worse, like I said, and then it will go away because if they're not getting what they want, they'll go find somebody else to pick on. I love that story. I love that story when somebody just says, you know what? Screw you. <laughs> all right. We're, we're kind of doing things backwards tonight, if you can tell from all the clicking I'm doing behind the scenes here. Um, oh, this is nice. A bunch of the stuff I'm going to share tonight before we get on with our book. We're doing Bambi. We'll have that coming up in a bit. But uh, a lot of it is just memes. They're just words on a page. Now, I put the links in our show notes so you can check it out if you want to. Uh, maybe share it on your own social media. <coughs> Excuse me. Coffee break time. Hold on. Mmm. Good coffee. Okay. And, and this is one of them because I absolutely love this. This is so nice. There are hundreds of paths up the mountain. And all of them lead to the same place. So it doesn't matter which path you take. The only person wasting time is the one who runs around the bottom of the mountain telling everyone that his or her path is wrong. Relative to what I said before about the idiot trolls picking on that actress. Yes, brilliant. That is a Hindu proverb, by the way, and I love that. You'll find the link to it in our show notes, and I encourage you to uh, share that out on your social media. All the paths lead up the mountain. The only person, we, and so take whatever path you want. The only person wasting their time is the idiot who's running around the bottom of the mountain telling you why you are taking the wrong path. <laughs> Brilliant night, right? All right. Hey, by the way, you know we're a podcast, right? If you're watching live, thank you. Be sure, please, that if you watch live, you hit the subscribe button or follow on uh, Rumble. It's, uh, it's subscribe. YouTube, subscribe. It's all free. Just click the button. That's it. You're done. Click the button, subscribe, finish. Doesn't cost a dime. And we, we won't be spamming your inbox or anything like that. You'll get a little notification pop up when we're live if you click the bell on, on YouTube. Uh, on on uh, Twitch.tv, I believe also it's subscribe. And on Facebook, it's follow. Just click the follow button. Simple, easy, free. And it really helps the show out a lot. In addition, if you really want to go above and beyond, other than going to our Patreon page and giving us a donation, hint, hint, uh, you can check out our logo here on your favorite podcast platform. Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, uh, tuned in. We're on all the platforms. Just search for The Jay Sheldon Show and click subscribe or follow, whichever it is on your platform. And that's it. You're done. It's free. Yes, the audio part of our show is a podcast. We get hundreds of downloads every week all across the planet. We have a big audience in India. We're on the uh, podcast platform Geo7 over there, which is mostly music, but our show is there and people listen. So thanks and hello to our uh, our Indian uh, friends over there. All right, got another one for you. I love this kid. And uh, she got it absolutely figured out at eight years old. She answered a question given to her by her teacher. Uh, when I am 100 years old, dot, dot, dot. And then she had to write her answer. So here's what this 
eight-year-old wrote. I love this. Links in our show notes. When I turn 100 years old, I will be tired of everything and everyone. So I will tell everyone I'm going to Canada, but actually go to the Bahamas. I'll live in a tiny hut with my tiny dog. I will order fish tacos when I'm hungry and live my best life with no crap. (laughs) This is an eight-year-old who wrote this. I love it. Emma, congratulations. That is fantastic. And, And you know what? What a great idea. I'm moving to Canada. (laughs) The Bahamas in a tiny hut with my tiny dog and eat fish tacos. (laughs) I love this little girl. Eight years old. Eight years old, imagine. All right, a couple more for you. Um, Oh, this is... (laughs) Wait a minute. That is not the story I wanted. Where is the story I wanted? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Uh, For some reason, there's a link in our show notes that goes to a link that I did not mean to talk about tonight, but uh, that's fine. You can check it out if you want to. It's some Asian actress story. I have no idea what happened to the, the right link. But the wrong link is there. Look, that's just what this show's about. When we screw up, we just tell you we screwed up. And we screwed up. So good luck with that. Actually, the story was about um, Sally Ye's birthday. Uh, she was celebrating her birthday. Uh, she celebrated with George. And uh, I had a personal story about that. I actually had the chance to have dinner uh, with a few friends and with Sally Ye. Or some people know her as Sally Yip. A uh, very famous singer, and uh, she's been around a long time. I believe she's turning 61, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, George and George Lamb and Sally Ye, uh both were there at dinner, and uh, it was a private uh, event, and it was wonderful. Uh, both George and Sally are just the most personable, approachable, wonderful people. They They are absolutely amazing folks, and if you are not a fan... Discover that George and Sally, Sally Ye, uh, she is. Uh, she's been around a long time. George has too, and uh, and I had, like I said, I had the unmistakable honor of getting to have a dinner with the two of them. It was many years ago. I would guess now it was probably twelve, fifteen years ago. A long time ago. I was living here in Malaysia at the time, but uh, yeah, it was it was just such an honor. And thank you, Kitson, for the connection. <laughs> All right, what else have we got? Oh, you know, why am I posting this stuff about the end of your life? I've been doing that a lot lately. Hmm. Anyway, this is nice. Danny Chu, a friend of mine, posted it. It's a public post, so I'm not releasing any secrets out of school. It's just words on the page. The link's in our show notes. If you want to read it yourself or share it out on your own timeline, please, uh, please feel free to do that. Most of us are now in the last quarter of our life, and should read this interesting piece of advice. If you're not in the last quarter of your life, you will be one day, so listen up. 
This is one of the nicest and most gentle articles I've read in a while. No politics, no religion, no racial issues, just, just food for thought. You know, time has a way of moving quickly and catching you unaware of the passing years. Boy, ain't that the truth. It seems just yesterday I was young and embarking on my new life, and yet, in a way, it seems like it was years ago. And I wonder, where did all those years go? I know that I lived them all. I have glimpses glimpses of how it was back then and all my hopes and dreams. However, here it is, the last quarter of my life. And it catches me by surprise. How did I get here so fast? Where did the years go and where did my youth go? I remember well seeing older people through the years and thinking that those older people were years away from me and that I was only on the first quarter and the fourth quarter was so far off that I couldn't visualize it or imagine fully what it would be like. And yet, here it is. My friends are retired, getting gray. They move slower. I see an older person now. Some are in better, some worse shape than me, but I see great change. They're not like the ones that I remember who were young and vibrant, but like me, their age is beginning to show, and we're now those older folks we used to see and thought we'd never become. Each day now I find that just getting a shower is a real target for the day, and taking a nap isn't a treat anymore. It's mandatory, because if I don't of my own free will, I'll fall asleep where I sit. So, now as I enter in this new season of life, unprepared for all the aches and pains and loss of strength and agility to go and do things I wish I'd done but never did, but at least I know that though I'm on the last quarter and not sure how long it'll last, when it's over on this earth, it's over and a new adventure will likely begin. Yeah, I have regrets. There are things I wish I hadn't done, things I should have done, but truly, there are many things I am happy to have done. It's all in a lifetime. So, if you're not on the last quarter, yet, let me remind you that it'll be here faster than you think. So whatever you'd like to accomplish in your life, do it quickly. Don't put things off too long. Life goes by so quickly. So do what you can today, as you can never be sure whether you're on the last quarter or not. You have no promise you'll see all the seasons of life, so live for today and say all the things you want your loved ones to remember, and hope that they appreciate and love you for all the things that you've done for them in all the past years. Life is a gift to you. Be happy. Have a great day. Remember, it is health that is real wealth and not pieces of gold or silver. You may think going out is good, but coming home is better. You forget names, but it's okay, because some people forgot they even knew you. You realize you're never going to be really good at anything like golf, but you like the outdoors. The things you used to care to do, you aren't as interested in anymore, but you really don't care that you're not as interested. You sleep better on a lounge chair with the TV on than in bed. You call it pre-sleep. You miss the days when everything worked with just an on-off switch. 
You tend to use more four-letter words, what and when. You have a lot of clothes in your wardrobe, more than half of which you will never wear again, but just in case. Old is good. Old is comfortable, safe. Old songs, old movies, and best of all, friends of old. So stay well, old friend. Have a fantastic day. Have an awesome quarter, whichever one you're in. Take care. <laughs> Some brilliant words of advice, and the link to that is in our show notes tonight. You can check it out and uh, share it with your friends if you want. doesn't matter if you're old or not. I got two pictures, and then we're going to move on to our book. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Take a look. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, but the links are in our show notes. You can click it. It should open in a new window, so the podcast will keep playing. But you really must, must, must see these pictures. They are amazing. Don't read the, the headline if it pops up here. Now you can't really see it. Can you tell what that is? I know. It looks like one of those cross your eyes and a picture comes out kind of weird things. That is a picture of Rochina, Brazil by Louis Bering. That is an aerial view looking down at the city of Rochina, Brazil. Now, if I can get my mouse back here. Here we go. You see that little green dot right there? That is the last tree in Rochina, Brazil. Wow. That's both amazing and one of the saddest photographs I have ever seen. That is absolutely incredible. Insane. Look at that. The last tree in Brazil. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, and I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to flip immediately to another picture, which is the last link in our show notes. Check this out. You know what that is? Almost looks like the same picture, only further out, right? Wrong. You are looking at nearly 500 million stars just in our neighboring galaxy. Andromeda. Every star is special in itself because every star must have at least one planet. We know life cannot exist on every planet. But there may be some planets where life is flourishing or may have already evolved. The universe is so amazingly interesting. All you need is an understanding mind. This photo is credit NASA. But look at that. Every one of those 500 million over points of light is a star. And every one of those stars no doubt has planets. 
and you are going to sit there and tell me we're alone? I don't think so. That, again, like the last picture, is one of the most amazing photographs. And that's just our neighboring galaxy Andromeda, a small slice of the sky. Can you imagine? What an amazing place we live in. Wow. It's truly, truly amazing. All right. As promised, it's time to uh, move over and get into our book. We read classic books on this show. We've done so many of them. We've done this show almost two years now. This is episode, what, 273, I think? Wow. Um, we have done a part of chapters, parts of chapters, until we get through the entire book. We move on to another one. We did The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, The Little Prince, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, we've done so many books on this show. We just finished Willie and the Warthog by Jay Sheldon, this guy. You can find a link to buy that book in our show notes, by the way, if you're so inclined. And right now, we moved on to Bambi. We're up to chapter three in our... Uh, continuing book reading. This is a translation from the original German, which is what Bambi was first written in, in German. This is the translation. Of course, we're all familiar with the Disney film Bambi. So far, it follows the film pretty closely, but we'll see where we, uh, where we stray away. This is chapter three of Bambi. Deep in among the trees was a place that belonged to Bambi's mother. It lay only a few steps from the narrow path used by the deer as they made their way through the wood, but it was nearly impossible to find for anyone who didn't know where the little gap through the dense bushes was. It was only a narrow space, so narrow that it only just had room for Bambi and his mother to fit in, and it was so low that when Bambi's mother stood her head up, would be in amongst the twigs and branches. Hazel bushes, gorse, and dogwood all grew here, tangled in among each other, and the little sunlight that came down through the forest canopy would be caught by them so that it never reached as far as the ground. This was the room where Bambi came into the world, and this was where he and his mother made their home. Now his mother lay asleep, pressed down on the ground. Bambi had slept a little too, but now he'd become quite lively. He stood up, looked around. Here, deep in the woods, it was shadow shadowy. It was, it was almost dark. The wood could be heard gently rustling and soughing, and here and there the tits chirped. Here and there was the bright laughter of a woodpecker or the cheerless bark of a crow. All else, near and far, was quiet. Only the air became warm in the heat of midday, and even that could be heard if you listened carefully. Here in the woods, it was humid, sweltering. Bambi looked down at his mother. Are you asleep? No, his mother was not sleeping. She had woken up straight away when Bambi had stood up. What are we going to do now? Bambi asked. Nothing. His mother answered, we're going to stay where we are. Just lie down like a good child and go to sleep. But Bambi didn't feel like sleeping. 
Come on, he begged. Let's go into the meadow. His mother raised her head. To the meadow? Now? To the meadow? She sounded so astonished, so full of alarm, that Bandy Bambi became frightened. Can't we go to the meadow now, then? he asked shyly. No, came his mother's answer, and it sounded quite conclusive. No, that isn't possible right now. Why not? asked Bambi, as he became aware there was something very strange going on. He became more afraid, but at the same time he felt the urge to learn about everything. Why can't we go into the meadow now? You'll learn all about that later, when you're a bit older, his mother reassured him. Bambi was insistent. Why won't you tell me now? Later, his mother repeated. You're still just a little child, she continued gently, and you don't talk about things like this with little children. She'd become very serious. Now, on the meadow, I just don't want you to think of it in broad daylight. But when we went on the meadow, Bambi objected, it, it was broad daylight then, too. That was different, his mother explained. It was early in the morning. Can you only go there early in the morning, then? Bambi had become too inquisitive. His mother remained patient. Only early in the morning, or late in the evening, or at night. And not in the daytime, never? His mother hesitated. Yes, she said at last. Sometimes. There are some of us who can go out there in the daytime, too. Sometimes. But that's under very special conditions. I can't really explain it to you. You're still too little. Some go out there, but then they put themselves in great danger. What is it that's dangerous for them? By now, Bambi was very excited. But his mother didn't want to explain it straight away. They are in danger. Listen, my child, these are just things you won't be able to grasp yet. Bambi thought he would be able to understand anything, but he couldn't understand why his mother did not want to give him more details. But he said nothing. That is the way we have to live, his mother went on, all of us, even if we love the daytime. And children are especially fond of the daytime. We have to live like this. We just have to accept it. We can only move about from evening until the morning. Can you understand that? Yes. Now, my child, that's why we have to stay here where we are now. This is where we're safe. That's all there is to it. So now, lie down again and go to sleep. But Bambi did not want to lie down again. What makes us safe where we are now? he asked. Because all the bushes are watching over us. Because the twigs on the bushes rustle. Because the rough brushwood on the ground cracks and gives us warning. Because the dead leaves from last year lie on the ground to rustle and give us a sign. Because the jays are there. The magpies, too. They keep watch over us. And that's how we know there's somebody coming a long time before they can reach us. What's that? Bambi inquired. The dead leaves from last year. Come and sit beside me, said his mother. I'll tell you all about it. 
Bambi gladly went and sat beside her and snuggled in close when she explained to him that trees do not stay green all the time, and the sunshine and the lovely warmth goes away. Then it gets cold, the leaves turn yellow because of the frost, and they go brown and red and one by one fall off the trees so that they and the bushes reach their naked branches to the sky and look completely forlorn. But the dead leaves lie on the ground, and when they're disturbed by someone's foot, they rustle. There's someone coming. Oh, they're very good, these dead leaves from last year. They do us a good service by being so eager and keeping watch the way they do. And now, in the middle of summer, there are still lots of them hidden among the things growing on the ground, and they warn us about any danger before it gets near. Bambi pressed close against his mother. He forgot all about the meadow. It was so cozy to sit here and listen to what his mother told him. Then, when his mother stopped speaking, he thought about what she'd said. He thought it was very nice of the good old leaves to watch over them, so even though they were dead and had frozen and had gone through so many things already, he tried to think of what that danger that his mother kept talking about could actually be. But all that thinking had tired him out. It was all quiet around him, and all you could hear was the heat of the air. And he went to sleep. Coming up on Monday's live stream, we will do chapter four in the story by Felix Batten of Bambi. <laughs> I love this story. Oh, man, there are so many adventures to come with Bambi. The good and the bad, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. We will continue on with Chapter 4 on Monday's stream. Hey, don't forget to like and subscribe and follow wherever you're watching our show. Rumble.com is our main platform. We're also on YouTube and uh, Twitch.tv and Facebook Watch, of course, Facebook Live. Uh, be sure you follow and subscribe or like, whatever it is. You just click all the buttons over there. You'll find the right one eventually. <laughs> I'll see you Monday. This is the Jay Sheldon Show. Good night, everybody. Have a good weekend.